Have you ever seen the movie Laquisha? It's a movie about a guy that, like, pretends to be a black lady uh, in order to, like, gain uh, fame, in order to uh, actually uh, have a successful radio show. Um, it's, it's a genius movie. Maybe one of the greatest movies ever made. And um, I realized, let's just read the, let's read, this got a 1.6 out of 10. A 0.9 out of 5. Um, when Joe, a white radio host, finds out that he needs to pay for his son's education, he pretends to be a black woman to increase his ratings. As the show becomes more popular, it becomes increasingly difficult to keep his identity secret, which is wonderful. And uh, it came out in May of 2019. And one thing I will say about this, just look up the trailer. The trailer's fucking hilarious. Not because the script was funny. Not because this man is a comic genius. No. It's funny in the way that the room is funny. It's funny because it's so bad, and it's funny because it's so racist. Alright? And just wrong. And when I was looking at this uh, trailer for this movie, I realized that's what this show is. That's what Biscuits Buttered is with Victoria Vandenberg. Uh, I've been pretending to be a woman. Uh, I've been pretending to be trans. Um, and this show is probably the most cringe show on the internet. Probably the most cringe podcast ever. And it's what I've been doing the whole time. Um, and uh, I'm actually uh, a man... Uh, a very good-looking, uh, rugged, uh, individualist type, uh, libertarian, you know, you know the type, you know the type, I got a beard, long beard, I, I watch Duck Dynasty, uh, you know, I go, I go to fucking, uh, Academy Sports, and, you know, I buy some boots that I never, you know, that I never actually use, and, uh, I've got a lifted truck, and I just ride around town, you know, in Huntsville, talking, you know, I wear the little blue line shirts, you know, and have the little blue line tag on my, uh, on my truck. Uh, you know, just do stuff. I listen to Morgan Wallen. Listen to Morgan Wallen. I don't drink Bud Light. Um, that, that's me in a nutshell. I am the living embodiment of LaQuisha. That was the whole idea for this show was to take LaQuisha turn LaQuisha into a trans woman living in small town Alabama and uh, I just I just want to come clean today I just want to come clean today I don't live in small town Alabama I don't live in small town Alabama I actually live in Boston Massachusetts this is a fake voice this is a fake accent I'm a complete fraud uh, I'm not a trans woman. I'm, I'm just a wiry, wiry man uh, that literally I, I went to MIT and I live in Boston, Mass. And uh, I eat lobster every day. And uh, I drive a truck around Boston. I got a lifted truck. I support the police. 
um, you know, uh, Blue Lives Matter. And uh, this is who I am, really, in my life. And I hope uh, y'all are able to accept me for who I am. Uh, this is, uh, it's been a lie the whole time. It's been a lie the whole time. And um, I just wanted to come clean with that. That Victoria Vandenberg actually lives in Boston, Mass. Uh, I live in Southie. Because that's, you know, where else would you live? I live in Southie. And uh, I'm, uh, Whitey Bulger was my, um, was my uncle. And uh, I just wanted to come clean on that. That I'm not who I've been saying I am. That I'm actually someone completely different. And uh, I live a completely different life than what I espouse on this show. Because I know a lot of y'all think I'm a 400-pound, ginger, beautiful, voluptuous woman, trans woman, who smokes menthol cigarettes and drives around in her 1993 Mitsubishi Mirage. That is untrue. That is untrue. I actually drive a big pickup truck. I'm, I'm one of those hicks. I'm one of those hicks that watched us Di- Duck Dynasty. Uh... I watch uh, Tucker Carlson every night, and uh, I love Fox News. Like when Sean Hannity throws the football on the show, that actually uh, gives me a thrill. That gives me a thrill. He's so American. I want to fuck Sean Hannity so bad. All right. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. This is uh, Biscuits Buttered with uh, Victoria Vandenberg. We're not changing anything. We're not changing the name of the show. We're not changing my name. Uh, just it is what it is. You know, we're going to continue on with this podcast, no matter how cringe it is, no matter how trash it is. And you're going to have to deal with it because you're an adult, right? Because sometimes we do cringe things. Sometimes we say things that are just ridiculous and outlandish. Some, Sometimes we do things and you just, you just got to like, oh, I see what he's doing. You know, he's trying to be funny. And you get over it, okay? So, am I in downtown Boston, Massachusetts right now in blackface and in drag? Maybe. Because I think it's perfectly acceptable. Who says you can't do blackface in a classy way? I I think of myself as a classy girl. And right now, I'm replete in blackface. I uh, woke up this morning. I got big red lips. I've painted my face black. I've got long fingernails and I'm just living my life in Boston, Massachusetts and you're going to have to deal with it. Accept me for who I am. I might wake up and decide to be black and you're going to have to respect that. Okay? I watched Soul Man last night. I watched the movie Soul Man And I just said, if he can do it, why can't I? Why can't I be a black woman? All right, I've already got the EBT card. I'm already a single mother. Why can't I fucking go and and become a black woman tomorrow? And that's exactly what I've done. I'm a black woman now. I'm a bearded black woman driving my truck. Uh, And you're going to have to deal with it. Um, You're just going to have to deal with it. Because Soul Man was a great movie. 
Soul Man was a great movie. And sometimes blackface, like, you know, when Robert Downey Jr. did blackface in Tropical Thunder, that might have been the best blackface ever done. And God damn it, I don't think anyone should look down at him for it because he did a great job in blackface. And uh, you're going to have to deal with it. All right? So this weekend, I want you to watch LaQuisha. I want you to watch Soul Man. I want you to watch Songs of the South. I want you to watch all the great depictions of blackface over the years. And uh, you can just hit me up on Twitter, on Pod. You can hit me up on our Facebook page. Uh, I hadn't checked our email. I've, I've been so... I don't know why. I've been like ridiculously busy lately just with my life, or Raul, which we'll get into later. Uh, someone suggested the movie uh, Greasy Strangler. Uh, I watched the trailer. There's lots of male nudity in it. And let me click on this description of it, because I have no fucking clue what's going on on this movie. Alright, so, uh, critical reviews. Alright, let's click on this. This didn't get a good rating. <laughs> the first review is, um, definitely should have been a short film. That's the review of The Greasy Strangler. The Greasy Strangler definitely isn't for everyone, but filmgoers in step with its off-kilter stride are in store for a singular cinematic experience. It sounds like shit. Ronnie Michael St. Michael runs a disco walking tour along with his browbeaten son, Braden Sky Elabar, when a sexy, alluring woman named Janet Elizabeth Durazo comes to take the tour. It begins a competition between the father and son for her attention. Oh. <laughs> it also begins about the appearance of an Excuse me. It also brings about the appearance of an oily, slimy, inhuman maniac who stalks the streets at night and strangles the innocent, soon dubbed the Greasy Strangler. Okay, this movie's so ridiculous. I think I'm gonna watch it. It was suggested to me uh, by a friend. Um, it looks. Uh, it, it looks. It looks. It looks, okay? That's about it. That's about it. Alright? It looks. <laughs> I'm not going to say it looks good. I'm not going to say it looks bad. It just, it looks. Alright. Let's read some Bible verses, why don't we? Alright? Somebody was making a joke and I didn't get it earlier, so we're going to read this. Okay, this is Ether 1418. Chapter 14, verse 18 of Ether. Ether. Escher? I don't know. And there went a fear of Shiz throughout all the land. Ye, a cry went forth throughout the land. Who can stand before the army of Shiz? Behold, he sweepeth the earth before him. Now that is a great... Uh, that's a great Bible verse. Uh, and there went a fear of Shiz throughout all the land. Uh, that's a great Bible verse. Uh, I love, I love the Bible. I, I read it every day, and um, it's just great to be introduced to a new verse that I'd never heard before, and that is our latest verse, the verse of the shiz. As you can tell, I'm kind of tired today. Uh, I've kind of ran a very rampant week. Lots of stuff going on. Fucking. Raul has pink eye because, like, last weekend, uh, 
basically Raul has pink eye because last weekend we were butt fucking and uh, he uh, had the shits and so he started shitting on my dick which he's always got the shits because he's always eating like really spicy Mexican food I tell him like honey keep it clean for daddy alright don't eat I don't want you eating I want you to keep it tight keep it clean but uh, he's just got to have tacos. I mean, every time I look over at him, and this isn't even a joke. Like, a lot of people think I'm just being racist. But he literally, as soon as he gets in my car, what do you want? I say, what do you want to eat? Tacos. Tacos. I'm like, all right. Tacos it is. I took him to the smoking jalapeno the other day, and uh, he did not like the smoking jalapeno. He thought it was shit Mexican food. And you know what? He was right. That rice was cooked horribly. Everything was bad. Uh, it used to be a good restaurant, but it's it's went downhill. Smoking jalapeno, don't go to it. Don't suggest it. All right. So now that we got about... Now that we got... talk, I can't even talk today. I needed to, like, to get a cup of coffee before I did this because I'm just... I'm fucking, like, losing it right now. Um, so basically... Um, we'll get talking about diarrhea and shitty dicks out of the way okay let's let's um let's just put that to the side that's a side note shitty dick shitty assholes okay and we'll get into talking about bowling green here in a minute but there's other things i wanted to cover uh bert's chili came over the other day my good friend bert's chili and if you didn't know uh he lives in cambridge massachusetts uh which is one thing y'all didn't know Uh, and he came over with a bottle of blue label and, uh, yes, this motherfucker, uh, who, you know, um, is a public health official, uh, in Massachusetts, uh, he, uh, decided to spend $300 on a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue Label. And, um, he brought this shit over, and, uh, we drank it, and it's like the smoothest, it's the smoothest whiskey I've ever had. But the whole time we drank it, because it is $300 a bottle, we drank it and we were like, is this $300? Is it worth $300? Because, you know, if you drink Johnny Walker Black Label, Black Label's pretty fucking smooth itself. Pretty much anything Johnny Walker's pretty smooth. I do think Blue Label's a step up and actually is like a really, like, there's no whiskey. Like, you drink it, it just, you can sip on it. No big deal. Uh, but I just don't see paying $300 a bottle for Blue Label. So, um, that's just my opinion. I think Black Label's just as good and is a lot cheaper. And I hadn't had Red Label in a long time, so I can't remember. But, but if I was an extraordinarily wealthy person, uh, maybe Blue Label would be my regular drink that I would do. Uh, but right now, I think uh, just being a middle-class mofo, um, I'm not going to be able to afford uh, Blue Label. Okay, so just wanted to tell you, smoothest whiskey I ever had. It's really good, uh, but I still don't see the paying that much money for it. Anyway, uh, I did want to talk about work a little bit. Uh, I did apply for a place... I did apply to move to a different city. I don't want to get into what city it is, but it's a more affordable city than Boston, Massachusetts. I'll tell you that right now. And 
uh, it's an affordable city where you can buy houses for like next to nothing, and it's like everyone's. It's one of those cities that like everybody's moving out of. It's a big city, but like the core of the city, it's kind of like Cleveland. You know, everybody lives on the outside of Cleveland. No one lives on the inside of Cleveland. So like, if you take like the area population, the city's growing. If you take the inside or the actual city population, that's shrinking. So, but moving there would be a pay increase for me, and it would be um, it'd be a pay increase for me, and a cheaper cost of living because everything's cheap as fuck in this city that I'm planning on moving to. Is it Memphis? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, it's Memphis. Okay, now, um, it's gonna as long as I don't get shot, I think it'll work out. Okay, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Just want to update y'all on my work and how everything's going. Uh, I even lied to you about being a truck driver. I'm actually a computer scientist. I work, I network computers for a living. That's what I do. Alright, so let's see here. Burt's Chili. You can tell I'm really not into podcasting today. I'm like down, I'm kind of like tired. Uh, I should have got me a big thing of coffee before I... Okay, even my coffee maker broke. Can you believe that shit? My coffee maker broke. This pipe, this is going to be the worst one I've ever done. So you're like, oh, I got to get a new coffee maker. This is what people want to hear. They want to hear me talking about my coffee maker. Anyway, when Burt's Chili came over the other day and we had Blue Label, we watched The Pope's Exorcist, which uh, this movie um, was not... I wouldn't say it was great, um, but I wouldn't say it was bad either. It's one of those movies, but it has potential. And here's what I'm going to say about this, okay? You got Russell Crowe. He's a fucking exorcist. He's not only an exorcist, he's the Pope's fucking exorcist. And he fucking gets drunk and rides around on a goddamn Vespa. On a goddamn Vespa. And then they'll play like Faith No More and uh, remember that band The Cult? Remember that band, The Cult? That really awesome band that plays shit like that. It's got a great soundtrack. But it was a pretty standard movie. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was just okay. But it, it has a lot of potential for like a series of sequels. And I think that this could be like a really, really good like series of movies. If they just like, you know, get, get a little better writing, a little better uh, production quality. I think I think we're I think we got something we can work with here. I think we can really, you know, kind of like all the um, movies, uh, all the um, you know, like Sinister and all that. You know, they have the uh, goddamn. I'm having a brain fart. You know, they have their own little universe of movies. Um, I think that that this could be one of those where you have like ten movies of him going and fighting fucking demons and shit like that. So. Uh, there is a lot of cool shit in the movie, so uh, I would tell you to go see it. Uh, I love anything involving Satan. I love anything involving um, debauchery and uh, blasphemy. And so, the Pope's Exorcist. It. I'm giving it a thumb up. Okay. I'm gonna give it a thumb up. I'm gonna have the other thumb up my ass, and that's the rating I'm giving it. Okay. So. 
we're finally going to talk about my Bowling Green trip. Let me take a swig of my take a swig of my goddamn tea here. It's not sweet tea because we're not in the South. It's not sweet tea. I'm just drinking regular old tea with a little bit of Blue Label on it. All right. So went to Bowling Green, Kentucky, and you're probably thinking, "What? Well, hold on, what?" Why are you in Bowling Green, Kentucky? You live in Boston, Massachusetts. Well, Rolls family lives there, so I drove to Bowling Green, Kentucky. And, um, I'm a liar. Okay, now let's, we went to Bowling Green, Kentucky. We went into this fucking, me and Roel, we're uh, gardeners, okay? We, We love flower. Actually, Roel's more of a cut flowers person. He likes to do floral arrangements, which... I probably need to get into that. He's we're, we're actually working on a floral arrangement business. Uh, we're trying to source some quality cut flowers uh, wholesale at wholesale prices at dealer cost. That's what we're going to do. And um, so we're working on that currently. Okay. Just to give you an update on my relationship with a uh, five foot tall Guatemalan, uh, beautiful Guatemalan, uh, who's currently got pink eye because. Uh, we ate too much uh, really greasy foods, and uh, he shot on my dick. Okay, so we went to Bowling Green, and uh, I got this weird variety of elephant ear because um, I had been buying elephant ears for the you know the patio just to have something going on, and uh, this is a Borneo giant elephant ear, a Borneo giant elephant ear. It's supposed like the fucking um, the hood. What am I talking about? I'm retarded today. I don't. I need to like just stop this recording and just record it some other time when I'm awake. Um, so this Borneo giant elephant ear, it's supposed to get like 15 feet tall, and the leaves are supposed to be the side of a car's hood. And I've seen pictures online. It looks fucking amazing. Uh, so I eventually. Oh God, my dad's calling me. Let me pause this. And now a word from our sponsor, Athletic Greens. Do you watch Joe Rogan? Uh, Do you not eat salads and vegetables and fruits? Um, Well, if you don't like just, you know, eating like fresh fish and salads and vegetables and fruits and eating healthy, uh, you can fucking take Athletic Greens. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a goddamn bitch fucking eat the athletic greens all you gotta do is you mix it up you fucking pour the powder why would you eat a salad when you can eat it in powder form you fucking you fucking pour the powder in your fucking drink in the morning you shake it up you fucking drink it and you listen to joe rogan and then after that maybe if you're feeling a little intellectual you you listen to fucking lex friedman and you fucking go run on the treadmill don't eat salads don't eat fruits and vegetables. Don't be a bitch. Don't go outside and go on a hike or run outside. Get a gym membership. Fucking go get a gym membership. Go run on a treadmill indoors, not outside. Fucking go in the locker room and fucking get fucked against a fucking locker. Okay? Athletic Greens, our, our fucking sponsor. Don't be a bitch. 
Athletic Greens. All right, so I'm back. Uh, my elderly uh, grandfather was uh, calling me to tell me that uh, he's getting uh, a new AC unit on the house. And uh, it's, it's expensive. It's expensive. I'm like, you know, a couple hundred bucks. You put a window air AC in your room. I put a window AC in my room. Um, we'll be good, right? And he's like, oh, it's going to cost $10,000. I'm like, okay, whatever. Fuck, it's your house. Anyway, somehow they're adding it to the bill, so that's one good thing. Okay. Where am I? What am I doing? What was I talking about? Okay. We need to talk about... It's getting pretty serious with me and Raul. That's why I don't mind when he shits on my dick. Alright? That's when you know that you you found a person that you love. Is when you go to fuck your partner and you don't even care they got diarrhea. I guess for straight people, it would be like, you know, like when a woman's on her period, if you fuck her when she's on her period, she bleeds all over your dick. I don't know. Is that grosser? Which is grosser? Shit, shit or blood? I don't know. I guess according to who you are. I guess according to who you are. Um, anyway, it's getting pretty serious with me and Raul. So, Raul fucking came to me before we came up here to fucking uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky. And he said, oh, it's Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day. Got to take out my mother. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's like, I'll just take her out to eat. And I'm like, okay, all right, Raul. Let, let's take your mom out to eat. I'm going to meet your mom. And Which was weird. You know, I was like, okay. this I'm prepared to do this. You had not met my parents or family. But, you know, eventually I got to introduce them to my family, which I fucking hate to do. But we're going to do it. We're going to pull off the Band-Aid. So... We get to Bowling Green. He's like, oh, uh, my brothers and sisters are going to come too to come eat with us. I'm like, okay, where are we going to eat? He's like, Chinese restaurant. I'm like, oh, okay. And I was like, and you're, you're, you're paying for your brothers and sisters? He's like, yeah, I'm paying for everybody. I'm like, all, all right. So we're taking out your mother and your brother and your sisters. And he's like, and a few of my cousins. I'm like, all right, honey. Um, you're taking you're taking a few of your cousins out okay sounds like we're gonna have a good big group of people he's like yeah and i'm like how many people are we gonna have and he's like um 12 i'm like what are you joking are you fucking joking we're you're, you're gonna pay for 12 people at the chinese buffet and he's like yeah and so you know, because Raul, this is the reason I love Raul. He's sweet, and he's always trying to do stuff for people. He's always trying to do stuff for his family and his people. He's very sweet. That's why I like him. And um, so then, you know, we get to the Chinese restaurant. People, like, fucking get out of their cars, and people are piling in. And, I, and he's like, oh, there's actually going to be 13 people. I'm like, okay. So I go into this fucking Chinese restaurant, the Golden something in Bowling Green. And I tell this fucking Asian lady in there, the beautiful Asian lady. I'm like, okay, I've got a huge party. A huge party. And and she's like, how many you got? And I'm like, I got 13. And she's like, is everybody here? And I'm like, maybe. 
I don't know. She's like, oh, just tell everybody to sit and I'll come by and, you know, ask them what they want to drink and, and we'll get everything together. And so by the time she did the drink count and the people count, there ended up being 15 fucking Guatemalans and it ended up being 200 and something dollars, which I actually, that was cheaper than what I thought it'd be. It ended up being 200 and something dollars. And I told Raul, I was like, you know, it's the first time I'm meeting your family. I'll, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll pay for it. And um, so I ended up paying two hundred something dollars for fifteen Guatemalans to to eat um, at a fucking Chinese restaurant in Bowling Green, Kentucky. And uh, it was just an awkward, awkward thing because I don't speak Spanish. I'm working on it. I'm doing my Duolingo every day, and they're sitting there carrying on conversations, having a great time, and I'm just sitting there awkwardly, you know, smiling like, oh yes, yes, okay, yeah. All right, yeah, I love you all. You're my family now. I don't even know which one's the sisters, which one's the cousins. I'm like, I think that's the mom over there. And, you know, which we'll get to the mom here in a minute. So, his mom, um, might be the gypsy from Thinner, the Stephen King's Thinner. His mom might be that gypsy on the Guatemalan version. What do you call a witch in Guatemala? I don't know. All I know is this lady shows up. She's four feet tall. She's four feet tall, four feet wide. She's wearing like custom made, like hand woven clothing. And she looks like a gypsy. She looks like she's got some kind of supernatural powers. And supposedly she's only 51, but she looks like she's. You can tell she's had a hard life. She looks like, and I hope Raul don't age like this. Uh, I'll have to get a cabana boy. Um, she she looks like she's 90 years old. She's all withered and shit. She shows up, and I'm like, you know, saying, oh, hey, how are you, and all this stuff. And, you know, I meet her, and she's very nice, and she, you know. So afterwards, we're like, okay, there's this fucking... Uh, I think it's called Lost River Cave or something in Bowling Green. I'm like, I want to go see this Lost River Cave. So him and his his mom and his little brother's like, well, hey, we'll go with you. And I'm like, awesome. So we go to Lost River Cave. And apparently it had been raining so much that it flooded out the cave. So we couldn't take the boat ride through the underground cave, underground lake thingy. And um, so they're like, well, you know, you can just walk around if you want. You can just... You just walk around on our trails. And I'm like, oh, you got all your own little hiking trails? And so this lady who is, you know, looks like she's 90, apparently is uh, very agile, which made me, um, that's what made me like, kind of triggered me a little bit like, wait, there's some supernatural shit going on here. Some supernatural bullshit going on. Like, she kind of floats. Like, she floats down through the woods and the trails and, She's, like, not even, like, breathing heavy. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is okay. Like, this lady's in better shape than me. And she looks like she's 100 years old. Well, anyway, and I and I exercise every day. I really do. That's not even a lie. A lot of stuff I say on here is a lie. But today, I'm telling you, I actually do exercise quite a bit. <laughs> this bitch is in better shape than me. And that's why I believe she is a witch. Because... She, uh, in a good way, a good witch, because uh, she would go through this trail and she would just like keep pointing out like flowers and different plants and 
like pointing out like we have this in Guatemala and you can use it for this and this and that and all this stuff and just like natural remedies for everything and I'm like oh fuck what have I gotten myself into I'm going to be cursed if I if I ever do anything bad to Raul she is going to put the thinner curse on me so hopefully that won't happen but it's just insane and then after we walked all around this lost river cave which we probably got in a mile or two there then one of his cousins showed up and uh they threw rocks at a squirrel and i was like why are you doing that why are you throwing like the squirrel you know you could tell it was like a squirrel that was used to humans because it was like coming up to us and they were just like we're gonna throw rocks at it like no don't do that it was actually just one of his cousins but anyway it's fucked up but then they're like hey we want to go down to this dam and go hiking and i'm like so all 15 of us are going to go down and go hiking at this is like yep so we went and we did like a three mile hike to where a dam was supposed to be but apparently it must have blew over because it was gone and but it was a beautiful hike beautiful time with his family i actually got to know his family i actually really love his family uh, everyone was really nice so um i've really fallen in love with bowling green to be honest with you it's just a beautiful town lots of cool stuff it's like a small town but it's lots of cool stuff lots of stuff to do i just really enjoy it um and that's really all i got to say about bowling green or well no i got more to say we stayed at the hyatt downtown and uh it was super nice we got to see a little tiny uh baby french bulldog which if you've never seen like a baby french bulldog it's one of the most adorable goddamn things i've ever seen in my life it was like it looked almost animatronic it was just like this little tiny thing and it's like walking behind its owner and you know of course we run up and you know this poor lady this poor lady in the hut you know we run up we're like oh my god I'm dog. you know two faggots like running up oh my god doggies you know and we fucking grab her dog without permission and like start hugging it and it's just some. It's just a natural reaction we have as as faggots. As faggots, we go crazy when we see dogs and flowers. Uh, it's just something we cannot help. Uh, something. It's it's condition. It's condition, and maybe we can treat it with Jesus H Christ. I just need more religion in my life. I need to become a devout Catholic and hate myself. Uh, so I won't go crazy when I see puppies. Okay. I need a little more self-hate in my life. Just so I can be as, you know, like you see Mike Pence. Every time I see Mike Pence, it's like a homosexual trying to do uh, an impression of, uh, it's like a homosexual trying to do an impression of what they think like a straight guy is, you know? It's like he's like, you can tell like his butt cheeks are like clamped. It's like he wakes up every morning and clamps his butt cheeks and he puts on a suit and tie and then he kisses his wife and goes, I love you, mother. Which is still the weirdest thing I've ever heard that he calls his wife mother. But anyway, I need to become a Mike Pence closeted homosexual and just, just go through the motions and pretend to be like just... Like, every time Mike Pence walks into the room, it's like a chill comes over the room. 
because there's just something like so repressive and fucked up every time I see him. It's just like, what is wrong with that guy? Like, why is he clamping his butt cheeks? And you can tell he's like just in... I've never seen a human being that was so physically representative of a cage. Because you can tell he's just caged in that suit. And he wants... He wants to get out. He wants to go to San Fran, and he wants to get his butt fucked. But no, no, he has to. He has to work hard and satisfy mother. He has to satisfy mother. It's kind of like Norman Bates, and he fucking. I've got to run for president so those babies won't be killed. Oh my God! Like I can't. If I have the butt sex, if I have the butt sex. Abortion will still happen and babies will be murdered because of my butt sex. Alright, enough of that. I'll get off of Mike Pence. I'll get off of Mike Pence's dick. Alright. But yeah, it was a really weird trip. His mother hiked all the way down to the fucking river with us. And, um... Wait, I've already talked about that. Yeah, his mother is an avid hiker, even though she's four foot tall, four foot wide. Wears like fucking like third world country clothing that she hand woven herself uh and cast spells with uh herbs that she finds in the forest uh anyway we went to this hotel this is a great hotel it's very clean nice friendly staff it's right by western kentucky university right downtown bowling green we were gonna walk to get pizza at the um mellow mushroom but we ended up walking to Western uh, WK El Maz Mexican restaurant and um, had good friendly staff there you know a lot of a lot of frat a lot of frat boys in the restaurant which I always love seeing frat boys like even when frat boys are mean to you you're just kind of like kind of want to kind of want to suck you off like it's just it's kind of like the whole thing you know it's kind of like all gay porn is like frat frat themed I just love to see frat boys because I'm like, I wonder if they jerk together. Okay, enough of these dirty thoughts. I don't know why I'm going into detail on wanting to fuck frat boys, but it's, you know, I'm I'm a faggot. So what what can I do? What can I do? You know, you just um, you have proclivities, and you just think horrible thoughts when you see certain people. You just think horrible faggot thoughts. Anyway, but all of this is a lie because I'm not even in Bowling Green. I'm in I'm in Boston, Mass. I I don't even know if I'm a masshole, okay? I'm a masshole. Um so we had a wonderful time. We 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 decided we were like, you know, usually anytime we go to Bowling Green, the next morning we usually like get up and get back to our town as quickly as we possibly can. But this week we decided no, we're not gonna fucking do that. We're gonna sleep in, we're gonna we're going to cuddle, we're going to fuck, we're going to enjoy ourselves. We're going to wake up and we're going to go uh, around to the different nurseries. And, you know, we're just going to just relax and enjoy ourselves. Well, uh, well, this all got like torn to cinder. Okay, so we did actually get to sleep in. Woke up in the morning, went down the lobby, checked out, got my coffee, gathered up my stuff, you know, took a shower, did all that shit. Did all my, my shit shower shave, uh, my three S's. And we're, he was like, you know, I need to go to Walmart and then I need to go back and see my mom again before we leave. And we're like, okay, okay. 
So, you know, we go to Walmart, and then we, we're heading over to his mom's, and all of a sudden, someone calls Raul and is crying. And I'm like, is that your mother crying? You know, I thought it was his mom crying. And uh, I was like, why is someone crying? What's going on? What the fuck is going on, Raul? What the fuck is going on? And it turned out not to be his mother. It turned out to be his sister. So apparently his sister got into a huge fight with her husband. And he told her that he was cheating on her. And that he was going to leave her. And so she's going to leave him. So I have... You know, a Mitsubishi Mirage isn't too big, right? So we had to go fucking pick up his sister... Pack all of her shit into my fucking Mitsubishi Mirage and drive back to Boston, Mass. Drive all the way back to Boston, Mass in four hours from Bowling Green, Kentucky. It's about the time it takes. Um, the whole time we're cramped up in this car, she's fucking crying and just putting on a show, and I'm like, I'm over there, and somehow I pissed him off. Somehow, I pissed, and I pissed him off even more later. You know, he's looking at me like, you know, he stopped talking to me for a while. I'm like, oh, God, how'd I piss him off? I guess I can, I guess he can see on my face that I'm annoyed that we're having to, like, drive his sister back. And so I tell him, I'm like, you know, you're not responsible for your fucking sister. And he's like, you don't want me to fucking take care of my sister? I'm like, no, I don't want you to take care of your sister. She's a fucking adult. And I guess as I get older, I have a little less patience with people that like, that just don't like, there are certain people in the world nowadays that like, they take no initiative. They do not try. They just, they just expect to show up and for you to fucking take care of them. And I'm like, dude, you work really hard all week. You sometimes work six days a week. And this fucking cunt is asking you to buy her diapers and, and asking you to fucking, like, take her out places and, you know, take care of her. And I'm like, she can't move in where you live. And he's like, and you wasn't even certain where she was going to go when we brought her back to where we were going. And, you know, I bought her McDonald's, and I, I was just like, I'm, I'll buy, I'll feed her while she's in my car, I guess, and take care of this fucking helpless person with a baby, which is even, that makes it even worse. I would respect someone who doesn't want to work and doesn't want to, like, make any initiative in life if they didn't have a baby. Wouldn't you like that and then have a baby? It's like, oh, it just compounds it, and I'm just like, fuck, if, if I... If I, if I could just take you to the side of a cliff and push you. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really annoying. Um, but anyway, we end up taking her to a, a cousin's house and uh, dropping her off. And this bitch, you know, me and him get into a fight about it. I apologize. Obviously, I apologize. I'll do anything really Raul tells me to do. And... Um, she ends up going back with this guy who they were trying to make it out like he was abusive and all this shit. She ends up going back with this guy, going back to Kentucky like three days later. 
And I'm like, well, if he's that bad, why is she going back with him? But, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, if you don't want to work, if you don't want to have any initiative in life other than, you know, letting a little baby suck on your tit, I guess you got to go be with your dick husband. Probably shouldn't even have talked about this, but it's just something that happened. It ruined my Sunday. It ruined my Sunday. I didn't, you know, I like to just it be me and roll, just relaxing, enjoying ourselves, eating, eating tacos and enjoying ourselves. Fucking miserable, miserable. Flight back. Uh, and now she's back with the cocksucker uh, who um, I don't know maybe it'll work out maybe it'll work out because I was telling him I'm like I'm like hey you know don't enable don't enable and this is the advice of the week don't enable people like if you see someone who's like making bad decisions and doing things they shouldn't be doing and you know not being a, a full human, don't enable them. Don't, don't help them. You just got to be honest with them. Like, hey, like if someone's eating, overeating, you just need to tell them they're a fat fuck. If, if, um, if someone's not working and just being a lazy fuck and, you know, of course we're her, you know, she does have a baby. She does have an excuse, I guess, but I'm still like, it's not my baby. I didn't impregnate you. You need to take care of it. It's on, it's on you, motherfuckers. Alright. Enough of my Bowling Green trip. Uh, oh, goodness. I'm burping. Jerry Springer died. Jerry fucking Springer. The fucking man, dude. I, I grew up... When I was young, it was a big deal to get your hands on those Jerry Springer tapes. They sold those Jerry Springer tapes everywhere. It was on TV. You know, you'd want to get the uncensored ones. Um, he really brought a lot of joy to my life. And he's probably a great inspiration to this show. Because I believe that if Victoria Vonnenberg would have been, like, uh, older in the 90s, she probably would end up being on that show, right? So... Um, God bless Jerry fucking Springer. That was a great show, a great human being. Uh, paid for a prostitute with a check. Imagine being that crazy that you're just like, I just write this horror check. He did that, and it, it should be on his. It should be on his gravestone. The man paid for a hooker with a check. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, as you know, I'd. Uh, broke my phone when I was in Utah and I had written down a lot of stuff that is completely like lost like I wrote down this shit like uh, like I wrote down a bunch of crazy shit like Norwegian uh, Swish something it's like Norwegian Swish something and I'm like what why did I write this down what was this even about because I couldn't remember it all. So a lot of it that I wrote down to talk about on the podcast from Utah was just totally indecipherable because it was just lost from my mind. Like, I know when I wrote that down, I was like, I'll get that. I'll understand what to talk about when I write that down. And um, I didn't. 
I really did. So, uh, the Utah trip was great. I think this is like the third time I've literally talked about Utah on this trip. I want to go back because fucking Utah is amazing. Uh, as soon as you get into, um, why is there a giant burst of water 50 feet from me? They must be letting the hoses out, the fire hydrants out. Okay. Anyway, doesn't matter. Being distracted from my mission here. So Utah is an amazing place. Moab, fucking amazing. Just red cliffs, mountains, fucking rivers. You can do anything you want there. You can literally turn down any road, go off-roading. You can go rafting, boating, uh, hiking, rock climbing, um, go up in the mountains, go hunting. I mean, it's just... It's fucking amazing. Like, you will literally... There's certain places you can go where you'll look forward and on one side there'll be like red dry mountains and then on the other side on the right it'll be like snow-capped mountains the scenery makes you think you're in a simulation or a video game or something it's it's fucking insane uh i loved every minute of it um it, it was it was fucking it's just an insane trip and then springdale utah is fucking like this cute little town where you can just walk around town, go to great restaurants, uh, and just walk all the way into the park because the town's so small, you know. It's just pretty fucking amazing. The whole trip was great. Now, I actually want to go back and go to Park City and all these other different weird places in Utah because I I had a fun time, and uh, I I could not suggest a state enough. Utah might be my favorite state now. but anyway, I wrote down a lot of weird things that I observed. I think that's what I'm going to turn this show into. Is this show is going to be like just my observations from my daily life of just weird shit and dumb shit. And uh, like the other day, I went into the bathroom and someone had shit in the toilet. They'd shit in the toilet. They didn't flush, but they had like laid down toilet paper everywhere. I'm like, were they a germaphobe? Why? Why did they shit this way? And they left it for me. They left it for me to see. Why? Why? Even if you're a germaphobe, it's like, just get some toilet paper and flush it. Flush the motherfucker. And it was a huge turd. Um, And why am I telling you about that? I don't know. But that's what this show is transitioning to, okay? This show is going to be about my life, the things I see and do, um... It's going to be about my observations and little weird things that happened to me. All the microaggressions of being a working person. Um, it's going to be about a little bit of everything. So, one thing I noticed, we're just going to go to an observational type of uh, podcast here. So, when we were in the... Uh, you know, ever noticed how like people in airports are fucking rude as shit? I'm sitting here... And this is in the Memphis airport. I'm sitting here with a person in a fucking wheelchair. And people are fucking breaking in line in front of my dad. I'm like, can you not see that there's a person with a fucking wheelchair out here? And they're like, well, we've got blah, 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 premium access. And I'm just sitting there like, that doesn't matter. There's a line. You know, and like even like the TSA was like, hey, you can't just break in line and yeah, I mean, I about got into a fight about five times in the fucking TSA check-in, which is stupid. They'll fucking... Hold on, let me cut that off. 
they'll have they'll literally be asking uh, people in wheelchairs they'll literally be asking people in wheelchairs can you take off your fucking shoes can you walk through the, like this one lady who literally had dementia they're like hey can you can you uh, get out of your fucking wheelchair and walk through the fucking um walk through the fucking metal detector and I'm just sitting here like are you people fucking insane what the fuck the lady's obviously a fucking vegetable but nope nope they just they just gotta we gotta make sure granny's safe we gotta make sure this fucking bitch drooling on herself safe doesn't have a weapon doesn't try to commit 9-11 I'm like what the fuck are you doing anyway this is gonna be this is the podcast from now on. It's just me. Bi- it's probably been this way from the beginning, actually. Now I think about it, it's just me bitching. Okay, so where do I go from here? There's a David Bowie doc. I didn't get to see all of it. I know it's weird that I don't even watch shit, and I'll mention it on the podcast. This is how bad this podcast is, and I'm gonna cont- I want this to be the worst podcast on the internet. And that's that's how I'm rolling from now on. From now on, I'm doing the worst podcast on the internet. Without a doubt. Okay, so... Watched part of the David Bowie doc on HBO. Uh, it was really fucking good. It's just him, like... You know, just clips of him when he's younger, like... Oh, I don't like my parents. But we have an agreement. Yeah, I'm really cool. I'm really artsy. I do coke. I'm David Bowie. I'm sitting there like, okay, okay, <laughs> okay try hard. Uh, but even even though I love David Bowie, um, which I, you know, I've, I tried to look up nude pictures of David Bowie. I'm like, there's got to be nude pictures of David Bowie out there somewhere. Couldn't find any anywhere. You know, he had the huge cod piece in Labyrinth, and I'm like, and every time you see a picture of him in tights, it looks like something pretty substantial downstairs uh, but can't find any nude pictures it's a shame he should only he should have had an only fans like when he got diagnosed with cancer he should have had an only fans to fund his uh treatment anyway uh things i wrote down and this is all absolute trash things i wrote down while i was in utah so basically we stayed at a holiday inn in salt lake city and we seen this like tattooed face cholo with two like whores with two whores and uh, he was basically fucking both of them I mean I didn't actually get to see him fuck but it was obvious that they were about to walk into his room and have a a threesome which was uh, really really neat and um, I uh, somebody's driving by right now hey what's up what's up what's up they're probably like what are you doing here <laughs> why is your truck in our parking lot just deal with it I, I swear I'm a why, why am I sitting in a semi in Boston Mass um cause I'm a computer scientist okay they're parking down the road that's the reason I'm like distracted today uh I apologize next weekend's a three day weekend I'll try to do something special I'll actually try to think out the podcast and have something nice for y'all to talk about because uh, I know it's getting old just me talking about Raul and 
and this trip. Uh, anyway, I just noticed, I'm like, that guy's about to fuck both of those chicks at once. Um, and I was kind of jelly. I was like, why won't the tattooed face cholo fuck me while I'm here? Why does he need women? Why does he gotta waste his cholo powers on women? Um, but another thing, you, you see all kinds of weird shit. Like, people are weird in Utah. And, um, one guy came in to the hotel. He had a bunch of children with him. Swear to God, swear, this guy had a bunch of children with him. He was in a van. And he goes up to the lady at the front desk at the hotel. And he's like, hey, where do I, where do I uh, meet the Mormons at? And the lady's like, excuse me? He's like, where do I meet the Mormons? And how do I find out more about polygamy and where to go uh, for, for polygamy purposes? And she's like, uh, sir, I don't know anything about that. And he's like, but yeah, but this is Salt Lake City. This is where the Mormons are. This is where the polygamists are. And uh, I brought my family here. And, and we were wanting to, you know, if there's like a museum or if there's a community, where, where do we go for the polygamy? And the lady's like freaking out like, I don't know anything about polygamy. And, you know, me and dad are you know, I'm laughing my ass off and I walk up and the guy, I guess when I walk up, the guy likes kind of like, maybe I'm being inappropriate and walks off. And that lady's like, thank you. You saved me. You saved me from asking, answering questions about polygamy. That got weird quick. And I was like, yeah, why didn't he just Google it if he wants to become a polygamist? But I don't know. I don't fault anybody for wanting to be a polygamist. Um, but yeah, it was, it was weird. He went out to his van with his fucking 10 children. I'm like, I guess he needs, needs more than one wife to take care of these fucking children. Um, so Ted Nugent, who is a notorious cocksucking asshole and not a cocksucker in the good way. He's a cocksucker in the bad way. Um, uh, he's an asshole. Um, Kid Rock's an asshole. There's just a lot of assholes nowadays. Travis Tritt, there's a lot of assholes nowadays. You got people getting mad about Bud Light. You have, like, fucking Travis Tritt and fucking uh, Kid Rock getting mad about Bud Light. Now you have Ted Nugent saying all kinds of horrible shit. Every time he gets a chance, he's shitting on gay people and shitting on, you know, people for wanting to live their lives the way they want to live them. Like, like Ted Nugent, you literally fucked a 13-year-old and you married the 13-year-old Nobody batted an eye. Everybody was like, hey, maybe you shouldn't do that. And you're like, no, I'm Ted Nugent. I'm fucking this 13-year-old. And we were like, okay, just do, you do you. We were all, we at that time, we were all like, you do you, Ted Nugent. You fuck that 13-year-old. We're, we're cool with it as long as she's cool with it, right? And then, and now he's grown up. He's like in his 60s or 70s now. And he's like trying to tell everybody else how to live. He's trying to, you know, he's, he doesn't like gays. He doesn't like trans. He doesn't like fucking Biden. He doesn't like anybody that isn't like a cocksucking conservative asshole. And so he tries to come to Birmingham, Alabama. He tries to do a concert at Avondale Brewing in Birmingham, Alabama. And this is how fucking crazy this guy is. He's such a cocksucking asshole that even Birmingham's like, nope. Even Birmingham, Alabama is like, nah, nope, you don't belong here, buddy. 
Because, uh, so Al's on seventh. The guy, Mark Cummings or whatever his name is, I, I don't know him personally. Uh, but he's just like, Avondale, why are you having this fucking asshole at your place? And I, I don't, I don't really agree with this type of stuff. Like, I don't agree with, like, getting involved with what other businesses are doing. And, you know, I, I don't agree with, like, censoring people and saying, hey, this this person shouldn't perform here, this person, but, but it is, but it is Owls on Seventh's uh, right to serve whatever products they want. And when they seen that Ted Nugent was going to be performing at Avondale Brewing, they're like, hey, that's kind of fucked up, man. He's like anti-gay and, you know, constantly calling for violence against people and trans and everything else. And they're like, this is a step too far, Avondale. We're going to stop serving your beer if, if you do this. So Avondale actually backs down and goes, okay, we're not going to have him. He's too fucking crazy. They kick him to the curb. So Ted Nugent is not allowed in Birmingham, Alabama anymore. Thank thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Having said that, though, I don't like this form of kind of corporate censorship. When people are telling you, like, hey, we don't like the fact that this person's showing up and playing. We don't like the fact that this person's showing up and talking. Um, I don't agree of the strong arm kind of antics to like silence people. Um, I just don't. I don't. I don't like that because I know that, like, if I ever did speaking engagements, I'm sure there's a lot of people who get offended by the stuff I say on here every day. Because I say my, you know, I speak my mind. I say a lot of crazy shit. Um, and I, I think there's a lot of people that would do this to me you know, try to censor me and try to get me kicked off of Spotify and all the streaming services and everything. So I'm not really for this type of stuff, but you know, I'm not going to get mad about it either. Cause Ted Nugent is a fucking asshole and he is anti-gay. He has called for violence in the past and you can't tolerate that. So fuck Ted Nugent and fuck Kid Rock and fuck Travis Tritt. I'm going to drink a Bud Light. I'm going to suck a cock. I'm going to fucking dress and drag which they're now trying to ban in the state of Alabama. Fucking crazy. There's a lot of, like, crazy shit going on right now. And you know who I blame? I think this conservative backlash against gays and trans people. I blame, like, the annoying gay people. Okay? So there's, like, you know... There's like a segment of the community that's always like, let me fact check you. Let me truth bomb you. Uh, how about we normalize this? You know, there's all these people that are like, you know, doing all this woke bullshit and trying to one up people and virtue signal and all this stuff. And it's kind of like caused this huge backlash to now where they're trying to ban, they're trying to ban drag. They're trying to do all these different things. But I, I mean, I shouldn't, I think that we, the LGBT community, which uh, I know I said that I was a straight man in Boston, Massachusetts, driving a truck earlier. Maybe that's true. I don't know. Uh, it's just whatever I feel like in the moment. Um, so, basically, I think a lot of like the really annoying lefties are kind of like making the righties worse. But all at the same time, the righties were always bad, and they they will continue to be bad. 
and they suck and they shouldn't be trying to ban drag which should be constitutionally protected but we'll see supreme court because i don't know if they believe in freedom of speech anymore uh so we'll see what goes on there we'll see we'll see what where all this falls but we live in a country now where they're banning books in florida they're attacking disney uh they're trying to ban drag in a lot of states they're literally trying to rewrite the divorce laws so you can't just get divorced because you want to i mean that's how insane this country is now so hopefully all that'll change um hopefully all that change and this country will will get better and we won't be as fucking batshit insane um can't believe i've rambled on for an hour and four minutes this is this has been a bad podcast i'm sorry for this bad podcast i think it's been uninspired it's been weak it's, it's, it's been weak tea all right but i'll leave you with one more thing i'd written down this is just leftover notes from utah apparently there's a thing called a vampire straw there's a thing called a vampire straw and it's like a metal straw with a sharp end to it and you can like poke it in people's neck and drink their blood and i hope arm and ha- army hammer never gets a hold of this because he's going to definitely be drinking people's blood and i i will i'll volunteer for it army hammer i'll volunteer for it all right let's go you're beautiful fucking stab me in the neck with a vampire straw and drink my fucking blood and i hope you jerk off while you do it you beautiful beautiful man your career's over you abused a lot of women um but i think there's a chance between me and you me and army hammer because i'll allow you to abuse me as much as you want because that's the type of person i am i i need a little abuse uh i hope y'all have a good week i love you all um I don't really have any good advice right now to give you other than just keep keep pushing forward. Keep trying to improve your life. Uh, here's my philosophy on life. Maybe I can come up with something to fucking say. Come up with some type of advice for you. Keep pushing forward. Keep trying to live. Um, you need to make sure that you're compounding your life. Make sure that you're inching forward that you're at a job that's giving you raises and you're getting more pay and you're you're moving forward in life make sure you're saving that pay make sure that you're um exercising and not gaining weight and make sure you're taking care of yourself going to the doctor regularly you know do all the things that you're supposed to do as a human i know we forget to be human sometimes we forget like hey i need exercise i need to eat right i need to fucking uh uh fucking make more money i need i need to try to improve my life i need to get to a better place in life right we forget these things because we get so bogged down with stress and i've been there i've been there i'm currently digging myself out of the hole uh i know that's a horrible way to put it digging yourself out of a hole um we need to be crawling out of a hole i'm gonna crawl out of this goddamn hole i've gotten halfway out of it um i've applied for um a new job and there i I don't want to get too far into it but there's something that tells me that there's something that tells me it's at the same employer just a different location it is the federal government um two other places turned me down but i have a feeling i'm going to get a call from the other place that i 
put in because they have held my application for almost a month. It'll be a month on Monday. And I'm like, well, they eventually got a... I'm hoping they're going to tell me next week because I've met the time that I've been at this employer. There's all these rules and shit that I don't want to get into. But anyway, on Saturday, I will meet the qualifications to transfer to this facility that I applied to. Um, and I'm hoping that I get that transfer because it's... Uh, right now, I'm living in this this shithole country bumpkin place called Boston Mass and uh, I'm going to move to uh, a, a more beautiful place uh, Memphis, Tennessee um, and um, so I'm hoping that I'll get a call next week and me and Raul will buy a cheap house and be able to live our lives affordably and and fruitfully and um, that that's just all I want. I, I, I've got goals in life, okay? i got goals in life, people. I want to have a house. I want to be able to easily afford the payment. I want to be able to, like, you know, on the weekend, be able to go out to a nice restaurant, you know, drink some beer, you know, party. I don't ask much. I don't ask much. Um, but to do those things, you got to make moves, right? you got to make moves in your life. Do you hate your job? Try to look for something new. Make that jump. You know, a lot of people are scared to make jumps. Like Burt's Chili. I tell them all the time, like, you need to make a jump, dude. You work at a shitty place. You need to make a jump. You need to move forward with your life. You're getting bogged down in all this shit. Sometimes you got to make a change to improve your life. And that's what I'm currently trying to do. And that's the advice I'm giving you. There's a, a guy at my work. He's always coming up to me asking me about what I do for a living. And saying that he's wanting to make the change to do what I do so he can make more pay and and uh, improve his life and you know I tell him every time I'm like you know the training doesn't take too long you know just you know you could literally be doing this in a couple of months if you just go and do what I did but he never makes that jump he never makes that jump to improve his life and I'm telling you right now sometimes you have to make what what feels like a huge leap and what feels like something that you shouldn't do and is risky and all this stuff, sometimes you have to do that to improve your life. And that's the advice I'm giving you this week, is you need to improve your life, make that jump, do that thing you wanted to do, get ahead in life. Uh, I love you all. I hope you all have a good week. Uh, I'm hoping to have a beautiful weekend while Raul, I'm going to go... Um, I think he has to work Saturday, but we're going to go see The Fast and the Furious. Who, what a, what a wonderful day. We're going to go see Fast and the Furious. It, it's, um, I can, I can look forward to the popcorn, I guess. All right, have a good week.